Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Well, Chris, it's uh, we're not live today. We're, we're doing this a little, little pre-run. It's Wednesday before I leave for Scotland. About to join my spring break. And we got we got we got some stuff to talk about. We got some topics we gotta get through. So we wanted to give you guys some stuff for while I'm gone and we started off with the top five, everyone's fan favorite. So, Chris, what uh which one are we doing today? And what day is it actually? Uh, the, well today, obviously you guys will be listening later, but today on the date of recording, it's March first. So we're celebrating the beginning of March. Obviously everyone knows that March means college basketball, March Madness, the tournament. So we are going to do our top five players from March Madness in our lifetime. So like Christian Leitner won't be on there. Uh, like Hakeem Olajuwon. Like those guys will not be on there. We didn't watch them. So it's going to be recent, but should be a fun list. I'm excited. And uh, I'm, I'm stealing number one, Chris, because I am not as big as a as a – a March fan as you are. I mean, of course, I love when March Madness happens, but you watch, it seems like, a lot more college basketball than I do. And I'm going because I can't have him not on my list with number one, Kemba Walker. So I had same pick. Really? As, as your number <laughs> and, one as well? Yeah. Well, so I was in, like, third grade, I think it was, when they went on that run, and I had picked them to win the tournament. It's the only time that I've ever correctly picked the tournament winner oh i have so that later huh i have that later for one of my t- for one of my players oh, I got you. but so he holds a special plate in my heart and i remember actually i had like a hernia surgery and i was so i was in the hospital when i was like doing my bracket my mom got me like a whole preview book with a bracket in it so i was like i was very dialed in that year because i had nothing to do in third grade and yeah kemba brought me the whole way home yeah that tournament run it's just cardiac kemba i mean the the things that he did during that run is is always going to be special my dad my dad went to uconn so growing up always a big uconn fan every time watching him in the tournament and he was just such a rootable player um such a, a fun point guard and put i mean when it mattered most there he was every time so that's uh that was that's you're right it's 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 the number one pick for both of us, I'm glad, and uh, hopefully, a lot of people in our in our generation. It seems hopefully that Kemba Walker's up there on high on their list because yeah, just sure. a rootable guy. Um, uh, you're you're number well, you're 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 now number one. That's not Kemba. Yeah. Well, last thing about Kemba, it wasn't even it started in the Big East tournament when he hit that shot mm-hmm. against Pitt. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. When the cardiac Kemba call came, so it was the whole month. It wasn't just the tournament, but. My number one, I think I've mentioned him on the pod before, Jimmer Fredette from BYU. I was just pulling up from the logo. Uh, I talked about how much I love the heat checks, how electric those are. He was mm-hmm. like Mr. Heat Check. He was the whole team. Um, and like some of the shots that this guy would hit are unbelievable. If you look up Jimmer Fredette March highlights, it'll make your whole day. Like life changing. Yeah, you've you've mentioned him uh, a couple times, and I always because it's sometimes you, you know we got some laggy connection or whatever, and sometimes it's hard to and it's Jimmer for debt. It's like always like a it's always one that I got to do double double take on. So, but 
I have uh, I've yet to see the highlight. I gotta I gotta I gotta sit down and watch his highlights. But the way you're describing him, the way I'm looking at these pictures, it looks like he was the whole team. And God, I'm looking at this picture right. I'm gonna send you this picture afterwards. He has the baggiest shorts on I've ever seen. Those shorts go below his knees, and he's taking a jumper, and they're they're fly. He looks like Aladdin in those pants. So yeah. he looked like he had no business being on the court. No, even the way he's shooting, like there's pictures of his shot, and his shot looks like it's busted. Oh yeah, but he like they never really made a deep run into the tournament. They made the Sweet Sixteen. Um, his junior year, they got knocked out in the second round. It looks like, but. 37 points in his first tournament game, which is ridiculous. And again, it was 99-92. to <laughs> A lot of offense, no defense. But he was awesome to watch. Those are always some of the best players in March. The next year in the tournament. But yeah, he was incredible. Did not pan out in the NBA. No, no. I saw him <laughs> on the Knicks, and that's all I need to see. Yeah, he ended up in, on the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that right now too. He recorded 75 points in China. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Uh-huh. He's made for that. He's made for the like Euro or Asia game. All right, I'm going number two. A little, a little recent one, but one that just I mean, it caught the whole the whole world by storm. It doesn't matter if you were into college ball or any sort of sports, you knew who this guy was. Uh, Zion Williamson. Yeah, yeah, definitely had him on my list. Um, and he was one of those one and done guys that, even though he only played one year, it felt like he's like an all time Duke player and like an all time college player. He was that good. Uh huh. That much of an impact. I think they got knocked out in the Elite Eight though. They didn't even make a Final Four with him. Yeah, they lost, right, you're right, in the lead eight to Michigan State, I believe. Yeah. And, but you're right. What what always shocks me about this is like, oh, he only did play one year there. It felt like he played, you know, good three to four years there. He was a home, like, but it was just so much hype around this one year that he will forever be cemented with Duke's legacy. Zion will always be there. Um, I mean, I remember watching when his shoe broke against North Carolina. Um, it just so many different things about him. And every time that he, a Duke game was on as much as the world hated Duke, as much as, you know, I mean, college basketball fans hate Duke, but they were sitting there and they were watching Duke play with Zion Williamson because he was that much of a spectacle. It was, yeah, it was almost like you were rooting against Duke, but rooting for Zion. Yeah, because he's still likable, and like to this day, he's still likable. But mm-hmm. not, he wasn't like your stereotypical Duke guy, like JJ Redick or John Shire, or one of those guys. Um, Christian Leitner, you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. he uh, so, he was a rootable like, guy. That a pretty white kid that was really good at basketball that annoyed everyone. He was just really good at basketball, and he just an athletic freak. That, that was the, the crazy thing. It's just like he, it, even when he wasn't bigger than the, like he mass wise was bigger than everybody. But even when he wasn't taller than the, the guy above him, he could still dunk on him, find a way to the rim. Uh, just all around 
stellar college athlete and great, great March player. I, one of the best tournament games I've ever watched was the Duke versus Central Florida game when it was Zion versus Taco Fall. Remember that game? We'll get to that later. Don't worry. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, it's... Maybe... Uh, all right. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say it might, it might have to re- re- relegate into honorable mentions, but it, yeah. he, might, he might come up again. We'll see. All right. Um, my number two pick... Another pretty easy pick. Similar college career to Jimmer, actually. I just remember Jimmer better because I was a little bit older. But Steph Curry at Davidson was unbelievable. I've got his page pulled up, and his sophomore year in the first round, he scored 30 points in their in the second half of their first round game against Gonzaga. Then they beat second-seeded Georgetown. Uh, he had 25 in the second half of that game, and then he scored 33 against Wisconsin, who was a three seed. They were a 10 seed, by the way, so they made it all the way to the Elite Eight and lost to Kansas. Um, and then he came back for his junior year, and let's see, I don't think they did that well, actually. Yeah, they only they lost in the second round of the tournament. But his sophomore season, everyone to the Elite Eight, he was unstoppable. One of those rare occurrences where he did stay for till his junior year. And you look at, you think of Steph Curry and you think of how he is now. And, you know, you would always just assume, you know, Oh, he was a one and done. He maybe didn't even go to college. Like, you know, but yeah, his years in Davidson, the that sophomore year was a, was a, a dream season for them. They're, they're, they're nothing really without Steph Curry. They have no other really good players coming out of there or any memorable other seasons. So, this Curry is is everything for for Davidson, and I I mean I can't I can't say I I really remember it all that well watching it, but the just the the incredible impact he made on this on this run, well uh I mean he's he's got his banner up there he's three years there just great great all around player and yeah he's like he was so good there that like Davidson basketball is Steph Curry yes yeah yeah, yeah. and. If you like, it's one of the only things people even know about Davidson at all. Anything right. about it? Yeah. Um, people probably don't. They'll probably know quicker that Steph Curry went there before that. Uh, of what state it's in? Oh yeah, definitely North Carolina, right? Yes, I, I'm. I'm. I was googling it <laughs> just because I knew it was North Carolina, but I wanted to make sure. Yeah, it is. It's North Carolina. So he, I just. Before we move on, that 2008 tournament, first game against Gonzaga, 40 points. You know what he shot from three? Uh, I'm going to go... Well, how much? Eight for 10. Oh, my God. I was going to say like 60%, but Jesus. Next game, he scored 30, only shot five of 15. And then against Wisconsin, 33 points on six of 11 from three. So he was unstoppable. He was the team. Yes, he was the whole team. God damn. That's impressive. And played like the whole game. <laughs> he barely sat. Oh, yeah. Had to. Had to play the whole game. Uh, this one, another recent one, because as a, as a kid, I was never really into March Madness. I'm not going to lie. So I don't know why. I just wasn't. I mean, I wasn't really into sports until, I don't know, high school. But 
uh, Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. And specifically just hit the buzzer beater against U- U- UCLA two years ago. COVID year. Uh, stands up on the table afterwards. Does the whole bat rounds. The whole Dwayne Wade you know, celebration afterwards. And just that alone always sticks in my head whenever I think of March Madness. Because that that's what it's all about. Is That's madness right there. Yeah, and it was a shame that that was in front of no fans because yeah. that was like a historic moment. What a game that was against that was against UCLA, right? Yeah, Gosh. great game. Number one versus number eleven too. Yeah, UCLA was on that like Cinderella run, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was that was an incredible shot. I have another guy on my list that literally just one shot got him on here, but yeah, let's see. I can find his 20 stats. Yeah, and there was there's a good, you know, he Johnny or sorry, Jalen uh Jalen Suggs has a he had a good, you know, career with with Gonzaga. They didn't win that year, did they? No, they got blown by Baylor. I was going to say they got blown out by Baylor. But uh but that shot, yeah, it'll just be always in March Madness infamy for me. Just yeah. remembering that that shot. Yeah, I remember being in DC and watching it like walking down the street i think oh i i know yeah i know where i was it was easter weekend <laughs> um yeah and it's just a shame that there's no no fans there and also a shame that he he never really panned out in in the nba he's in the he's on the magic right oh, now yeah he's still young yeah i agree but uh hasn't panned out in the first couple of years oh yeah all right my Number three is Carson Edwards at oh, Purdue. Yeah, he was he so good. Final four, and I'm trying to find his game log. He he that. had some crazy game logs. Um, would you say Purdue? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was 2019. They made the final four, and they lost to Virginia. <laughs> First round, Old Dominion, 26 points. Next round, Villanova, 42. Next round, Tennessee, 29. Next round, Virginia, in the fi- or no, I guess it was Elite Eight, 49, or 42. Yeah, th- that Good run, job. that run at the end is absolutely insane. Um, I'm looking at it with, with his, his three-pointers, too. Uh, he's shooting 60% in the, wait, what is that, is that right? No, that's two points. He took, he's he took only 19, sorry, yeah. Nineteen threes in that Virginia game and hit the head of them. Yeah, and in the uh <laughs> That is insane. In the Villanova game where he dropped forty two, took sixteen threes and only five two pointers. <laughs> that's it. He was just a three point machine pulling up from anywhere. And for for how small I mean he's he's like six foot, two hundred pounds, and I guess he's not that that small, but for a smaller mm-hmm. guard. That's that's the game plan you want in March. If you can just get a guy who's hot like that, just yep. chucking 10 threes. Like that last game against Villanova, 42 on 10 threes. Only four, uh, only four made two-point buckets. Yeah, it really, it's like, I think almost all my guys on here are guards. It's That's what you need to carry you in the tournament. And you just need a guy that gets hot like this. And he was... Out of the guys on my list, he put up the best numbers. I think. Yeah, the you, you had a great 
great point that you just made that when when you have a guard that gets hot in March, that's when you make make runs. That's yeah. when you actually make some noise, and that's when you like. That's why. That's why uh, South Carolina hasn't a, a consistent guard, and you know, in a while. So having having a guard like that is really what propels you to the next the next level. Yep. And speaking of South Carolina guards that we haven't had in a while, I this is it's it's cheating because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it happen. I'll admit I had no like I didn't care at all. I didn't had no clue. But looking back at the highlights and watching, I I rewatched the the highlights and the game logs. Um, Sindarius Thornwell from South Carolina when they made their their wow. final four run all the way to, they they beat Duke. They they lose to Gonzaga in the final four, but. Zendarius Thornwell, he was the the engine of this team, and exactly what we just said, he got hot at the right time. And the second he gets injured, he got injured before before the Gonzaga game, and wasn't wasn't able to play. And that's what that's what led to them finally losing. But his his time in in South Carolina was just magnificent. I uh, I'm trying to find his actual game logs right here, but I'm only seeing NBA stuff for some reason. Um, it is crazy that South Carolina made a Final Four not that long ago. Yeah, 2017. 2017. And let's look at that year. So, yeah, his final couple games, it, uh, oh, I guess he did play in Gonzaga, but he didn't, he didn't do very well. But his final games in the NCAA tournament, 29 points against Marquette, 24 against Duke, 24 against Baylor, 24, 26 against Florida, and then off when he, when he wasn't hot, 15 against Gonzaga, and that was the loss. But the tight game, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was close. That was a really close game. And just to think, you, you have a great point, to think about how much I care about South Carolina basketball now. And how I just didn't even, you know, five years ago, didn't even realize that they're in the Final Four or really care at all is is pretty crazy. And, yeah, hopefully I get to see that happen again. But Can you imagine the pod during a Final Four run? Oh, no, I couldn't. I, I could <laughs> not imagine it at all. Well, especially because the NCAA games happen so quickly and they're all, like, back-to-back. We'd have, like, three games happen. And it would be, oh, it would be like, I'd just be like, I'm stressing out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> We'd almost have to pod, like. We had to pod, like, daily. Yeah, it would be, it would be insane. All, All right. right. Next up. I am going to go with Trey Burke from Michigan. Mm-hmm. The finals in 2013, lost to Louisville. Um, didn't I'm count sure. though. They lost to no one now. Oh yeah, they got that championship revoked. Yep. <laughs> but he was one of the best guards I think the Big Ten has probably ever seen. Uh, him and Tim Hardaway Jr. in that backcourt. Um, just all time. Like when I think of Michigan, you think of like after the Fab Five. Which is, uh, has also been vacated, so they basically didn't happen either. Craig <laughs> Burke is the guy, the the Michigan bas- the face of Michigan basketball, and he also did not have none of these guys have had good NBA careers. I guess Zion, 
But yeah, but Zion, you know, let's see if he can stay healthy. And I guess Kemba Kemba had a good could run for a while, but now he's washed. Yeah. Curry, I guess, is was pretty good. Eh, he had all right one. Could have had a little <laughs> could have had a little better career. Yeah. A twenty four points in the final against Louisville. They got beat by Luke Hancock and that team. Great Louisville team that no longer exists. But amazing run to the finals. He did have a couple duds throughout that, that year, but he was an awesome college player. Yeah, I wish I could say something about Trey Burks, but <laughs> I, I, I really can't. I just remember him signing a couple, couple deals with the Mavericks. That's about it. Uh, all right. the in it. Was he? Yeah. Well, literally a minute. <laughs> my next guy, similar to your Kemba Walker pick, or I guess my Kemba Walker pick, but your Kemba Walker explanation. Uh, the first time I finally got the March Madness Tournament Challenge all the way done was actually the first time I ever completed one. It was 2016. I picked Villanova to go all the way. And I actually picked them over North Carolina. And it was our freshman year of high school. And I won like 100 bucks or something. But the, the, the drink star on that team, Mr. Joshua Hart. Oh, Villanova. Okay. Yeah. Reference. Rep, or, uh, grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he's a Commanders fan. Nice. Played uh, all four years at Nova. Yes, he did. Let's look at that Nova team. I mean, these teams, I have a Nova guy next as well. Uh, because these teams were ridiculous. Yeah, Archie Diacono was awesome. Um, actually, is my guy from the same? This is the year they beat Carolina. Yeah, yeah, they beat they beat Carolina at the. It was twenty fifteen to sixteen, I believe. Yeah, this team. There were six NBA players on this team. Yeah, there was a lot of good players on this team. (laughs) But yeah, Hart was the leading scorer on the team. Uh, I remember Ochifu, the big man, Jalen Brunson, NBA All Star now. Brunson ran out, but he was awesome in college. Brunson this year was a freshman too. wasn't even yeah. uh, wasn't even doing too much. I mean, he still was scoring nine points a game, but and uh, DiVincenzo mm-hmm. actually had his best year when they beat um, when they won Michigan. it the second time, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that Brunson's junior year, Bridges' junior year, DiVincenzo sophomore. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's what put DiVincenzo on the map. Oh, Gillespie was a freshman. Yeah, these Jay Wright teams were unbelievably good. Yeah, the uh, so just looking at Josh Hart, you know, NCAA All-Region, Big East Player of the Year, two-time All-Big East, three-team All-Big East Tournament, Big East Freshman. Uh, just all around, and just a grit, a nice grit and grind player for this team. He was always there when you needed him, and just filled out the stat board. Yeah. Uh, all right. My. Well, before we move five. on, both of them back on the Knicks, which is fun. Brunson and. Oh Hunt. yeah. Great. All right, my number five. I'm going to go with Chris Jenkins from that same Villanova team. 
Your uh, your mic's a little shaky. It's shaky. It's like uh, it's like jittering. It's like there's a bug crawling on it or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to I don't know what to do about that, but I guess we'll just power I through. I for those of you who can't see, I'm in the the podcasting lab here on campus. So You'd it's... think the podcasting lab wouldn't have a jittery mic. I think it would be perfect. Yeah. What I the know. heck, Marilyn? My first time in here, so maybe I'll I'll need to do some troubleshooting if I come back. But Chris Jenkins hit the buzzer beater against North Carolina in that championship game. I'm sorry, this is awful. Oh. Just stop, wait, just stop talking for one second. Alright, so... Yeah, it's making like this jittery noise when you're not saying anything. When I'm not saying anything? Yeah. Like it, it just, just started doing that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't change anything. I don't really know what to play around with. Alright, wait. Now just keep going. I think you're good now. Keep going? Alright. That's weird. Um, yeah, you're fine now. Alright. But he hit the buzzer beater against North Carolina when they won the championship. Probably like the third best player on that team, if that. But wait, which year was this? I'm trying to find his game logs. This was the the it was twenty fifteen yeah. sixteen. So he was like he was one of their better scorers, uh, getting at least like fifteen a game for them. But it was the one shot against Carolina. If you remember that game, Marcus Page hit a wild three to tie the game, and Villanova only had a couple seconds left. Archie Diacono brought it up and off to Jenkins, and he has three to win it. It all happened so quickly; they didn't call a timeout, which makes it so much more exciting because it's just like bang bang. Mm-hmm. But the best shot that I've ever seen in college basketball. Yeah, that was one of the coolest shots in, in college was basketball. was to win the national championship. Like, you, you don't see that very often. It doesn't, get a, it doesn't get greater stakes than that. No, it does not. So that's like clutch gene of clutch genes. Yeah, that, that, as we said, buzzer beaters alone will get you on this list, and that is the best one that we've seen, so... I'm for it. That's a great. That's a great pick. I'm trying to look up a picture of that buzzer beater. I don't know why it's taking so long. Okay, there it is. Um. Anyways. Put it on the green screen. Hmm. I could. Yeah, I could put it on the green screen. Maybe next episode I'll have it at the start yeah. of the green screen. Um. All right. My uh. My number five. Right. Or is this honorable mention time? No. Number Josh Hart was number five. Um, so honorable mention, we, we, little bit, we mentioned before a little bit, also your mic sounds crystal clear now. I don't know what you did. So yeah, I'm glad. Oh, I spoke way too soon. <laughs> I spoke way too soon. Anyways. All right. I, I will not be returning. Maybe I'll return to the lab and use my own mic just to make sure. It just got way worse. Damn. I didn't touch anything. All right, now I'm just going to go through my... I'm going to ignore it. Anyways, um, <laughs> number six, we mentioned before, Josh... Or, sorry, Taco Fall. Yep. Great great player in the tournament. Loved to see him go against Zion. And that was, like, his moment. You know, everyone got to see see how big he was. And he, he was standing next to the cheerleaders, taking pictures. And he was a little celebrity while, while in March Madness. 
And he took the he carried the team there. He was their best player. And it was just fun to see see him work in in March. Yeah, definitely. And then I also had uh our kind of our version. I guess, you know, you you brought up Steph Curry, so you got to you got to watch him a little bit, but a little bit of our Steph Curry, Trey Young, where it was just like every game in Oklahoma, it was like Oh, you just got to see what he like. Let's just see what he does this game. Like, let's see if he can drop whatever and how many threes can he make. The only thing about Trey Young is that year they snuck into the tournament. Yeah, and they probably shouldn't have even been there. No, they're only really there because of him. Yes, and I think they got in because the NCAA wanted him in the tournament. Yes. Yeah. But regardless, he was fun to watch. Uh, honorable mentions. What do you got? I have surprised you didn't have this one, but Shabazz Napier. Yeah, I was thinking about it. A couple years when they were a seven seed, it was him and Jeremy Lamb all through on there too. I guess is mm-hmm. an honorable mention because that team went went all the way and beat Julius Randle in Kentucky actually in the in the finals. Um, I have Jaleel Okafor when he was at Duke. Ah, oh, classic. He was a one and done as well, but. Led them to a title, uh, and he beat Frank the Tank Comiskey. Who I have on my honorable mentions as well. Uh, that Wisconsin team was incredible with him and Sam Decker, Nigel Hayes, uh, but Comiskey. He was he was the guy. He was awesome. And my last one is C.J. McCollum, who went to Lehigh, scored thirty points against two seed Duke in twenty twelve, and knocked them out of the tournament as a fifteen two upset. That's um, awesome. One of, my, one of my favorite NCAA tournament games of all time. But, yeah, McCollum at Lehigh was a pretty awesome player. Obviously, he got drafted 10th overall, so had to be awesome. But for a small school, that's another one, like, Davidson-esque. It's like Lehigh basketball, but you don't know anything about him other than they beat Duke that one year, and C.J. McCollum played for him. <laughs> that, that's awesome. The, I, it's funny because you, you keep talking, like, Jaleel Okafor, bust frank frank the tank fine fine like not a great career he had a fine career yeah uh, i mean look at it thornwell bust um mm-hmm. taco fall bust trey young the, he's he's putting up numbers but no it seems like nobody wants to play with him and it seems like he's not gonna win anything um so it's like you kind of you got to look for like the the role guys on your college basketball team not the stars yeah, like Devin Booker. Yeah, was the sixth best player on that Kentucky team that went undefeated. Yeah, and he's probably but, their best NBA player. Yeah, besides Anthony I mean, Davis, Powell is up there. No, Davis, Davis wasn't on that team. Yeah, well, not on that team, but just in just general. Oh uh, yeah. Um. But David, yeah, he was like the sixth man on that Kentucky team. All right, let's wrap this up. Your mic is completely imploding itself again. That was a good thirty minute uh thirty minute pod. Hopefully you guys enjoyed and thank you all for listening. We'll see everybody on the next episode.